0: wellnesscoach.com streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. This episode is brought to you by my free mentoring group, Healthy Lifestyle Choices. For wellness information, inspiration, and mentoring from me, just search the group Healthy Lifestyle Choices with Brett Hill on Facebook. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, research published in the journal Environmental Science and Technology has shown that a cup of tea can contain up to 60 disinfectant byproducts, DBPs, including some with unknown health side effects. Tea is the second most consumed drink in the world, behind only water, and contains up to 500 compounds that can potentially react to create DBPs. Some of these compounds have already been linked to cancer and adverse birth outcomes, while others are yet to be fully studied. This study looked at three green and black teas popular in America and measured the contents using a chromatography mass spectrometry. While the DBPs in tea were lower than those in tap water, possibly due to some being absorbed by the tea leaves, no safe levels have yet been established for most DBPs. The researchers did, however, say that 18 to 55 cups of tea would have to be consumed in order to exceed the limits established by the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion is that clearly more research is needed to determine the dangers of these DBPs. You know, it's one thing to say that it's 18 to 55 cups before we hit the EPA levels. But when you're at the same token saying that there are no safe levels that have been established, it makes you wonder where this science is coming from, or at least where this recommendation is coming from. It it seems to me that this recommendation isn't based in the science because the science just isn't there yet. Uh, And this seems to happen a lot, that, that we're willing to create levels and create quote unquote safe levels without fully having the research to be able to definitively say whether that is in fact safe or not. And so what that means as a consumer, I think, is that you really need to be very careful. You can't just go with what the EPA says is safe or what the Australian government bodies say is safe. You do actually need to do your own research and say, well, what is that safety recommendation based on? Is that based on science uh, or is that just based on the, the best opinion of the expert or is it what the bureaucrats in the agency think is appropriate? Like where does that actually come from? We really need to ask those questions and we need to be pushing them to do better research. I mean chlorine has been added to water for a very long time. We've had oodles of time to do this research, to see what's in the water, to test those agents, to see what happens Not just when they, you know, by themselves, what happens when they combine together? What do they actually form when we do things like create a cup of tea? Uh, And how might that be affecting our health? You know, I think given the fact that we're adding chlorine to all tap water, this needs to be investigated sooner rather than later. I mean, in my opinion, it should have been really investigated more closely before we started adding chlorine to tap water. But given that we are doing this mass medication of our population, then we really should be urgently doing this research to see just what is happening in our water, what's happening when we use that water in a variety of different ways, what chemicals are being created, and what are the health outcomes of those chemicals. You know, is the benefit outweighing the cost? Um, Do we maybe need to, you know, I understand why they're chlorinating the water to try and uh, prevent diseases from spreading in that manner, but do we then need to remove that again from the water before we send it out to the public you know are there better ways of doing this i think in the meantime really we need to start thinking about how we treat our water you know are we happy to drink the tap water knowing that it's got chlorine and other chemicals in it are we willing to ingest those into our body and see what happens or do we want to be filtering our water you know or do we want to look for healthier water sources do you want to drink spring water do you want to drink rain water um you know do you want to get a whole variety of different filters that are out there. Um, I, I think you know, given what we don't know, uh, given the dangers that we do know of in terms of cancer, uh, potentially cancer, potentially birth defects, um, I think it would be really wise to be safe about the water you're drinking. I think getting a good quality water filter, whether that be just for your drinking water or if you can, even for your whole house, Would be a great idea i know for us at home we are on rainwater so we don't have some of these challenges i mean there are other challenges that can come with rainwater depending on where it's coming from what sort of roof what sort of pipes it's traveling through all of those sort of things but i think you know it is really important for you to recognize that water isn't water that the source of your water that your water comes from is really important that what is added to your water is really important and you need to be looking for the right kinds of filters that can help remove those chemicals before they're being consumed into your body, at least until we get some more research done and some more safety data on whether in fact that is okay to consume. You know, So we do in our home have a Zazen water filter that we often use to filter our water, even though it is rainwater, we often run it through that. And those are great. And I know many of you listening uh, do have and use one of those. This is not a a paid plug but this is just what I use in my home but there are a number of different systems you can use you know if you really want to make sure you're getting all of the nasties out of your water then something like a reverse osmosis system can be a good way to go bearing in mind that that is then really removing all of the minerals from the water as well so you know there are questions there about whether you might need to add back in some of those natural minerals and obviously you know if you can get the water from a really good clean natural spring then then you may be getting all of the benefits without the downsides you're getting all those nice minerals without necessarily having the the chlorine and the the other chemicals that go in there as well so you know i think it's really important that you pay attention you know water isn't just water water is something that you know a huge percentage of our body is made up of water it's essential for just almost just about every process that happens within your body it's really important for your health, but water isn't water. You need to look at the quality of your water. You need to look at what's being added to your water and how you can remove those things if you wish to in order to really get the, the full benefit. So you've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com.